Hello and welcome in to another episode of Park Youth Podcast. I am Pastor Witt, joined again with Pastor Daniel. Good morning. We're here to talk about your Wednesday night uh, workshop curriculum. We have started a new series, How to Fight Sins. We've done part one so far, and primarily we're asking the question, what is sanctification? What are the you know, the big overall, you know, general truths. And this is the definition that we've worked with, the process of being saved from sin to unity with God through Christ, by grace, through faith. That's our, very similar to our definition of salvation. Being, uh, to be saved from sin to unity with God through Christ, by grace, through faith. And we break that down into threefold, justification, sanctification, glorification. Justification mm-hmm. is declared saved. Sanctification is the process of being saved. And the glorifi- glorification is finally and completely being saved and we see here that in our sin it's manifested in two primary ways one your guilt not meaning you feel guilty but your the actuality of reality you're either guilty or innocent no matter how you feel so if you're not in prison right and you committed a crime you can feel guilty right because you are actually guilty <laughs> but those are two different things and here like the guilt of god says you deserve condemnation no matter how you feel you can feel innocent but that is the first aspect of it and the other part is the pollution or it's the corruption of our nature and that's primarily what we're working through on sanctification daniel maybe help us out right justification takes away the guilt mm-hmm. why is that important to know with understanding sanctification well, it's important just to remember, like you're saying, that these are very these are two distinct, big theological words. Right. And even like you said just a minute ago, one happened in the past, mm-hmm. and one we're in the process of happening now. Right. And I'm sure you mentioned or alluded something to the fact of this is going to be happening until the day you die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is going to be happening. It's yes. a process that God is working through every believer until. They see him face to face. Have you ever been impatient with your sanctification? Have I ever been impatient? <laughs> Let's see, what time is it? Yes. Oh, no, that's... Uh, well, I do feel like I'm in good company, though, because yeah. Paul was as well in Romans 7. Right. I'm not doing what I know I should do, yeah. and vice versa. Yes. But it's important to remember just what these two look like. That, like you said, um, just like if you were to go in before a judge. Imagine that someone accused you of doing something... And you know that you didn't do it. Hmm. and But you get arrested, you get taken before a judge, hmm. and it's looking like they might have enough to convict you, right. even through misinformation and through... Right. Uh, circumstance. Uh, exactly, circumstance. And then, thankfully, it comes down that, in fact, you did not do it. You're declared innocent. Now, that's a good situation. Yes. Now, in our circumstance, that's not at all what happened. Right. What happened is that you and I have rebelled from God. We are sinful. We have done that crime. And we go before God and we deserve punishment. Mm. And the beautiful truth of the gospel is that Jesus stood in our place on the cross. He died, bore the wrath that should have come to us and was risen from the dead. And now, when we put our faith and trust in Christ... The beautiful thing is that in a legal sense, Mm -hmm. we have been forgiven. So that's in the past. That's Mm -hmm. that when you put your faith in Christ, God fully, and this is an important thing to remember though, past, present, and future sins, in a legal sense, you have been forgiven. Mm -hmm. Now what sanctification is, 
is the lifelong process of letting my pattern of behavior in life mm -hmm. match the legal standing that has been mm. given to me. That's where James chapter 1 of the point says, mm. he wants you to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Not meaning you don't make mistakes, but like you said, what you believe mm. and what you're doing be perfect, aligned, yeah. perfectly aligned that's, with one another. That's exactly right. And so it's a lifelong process once again, but... This, and it's and I would say in sanctification, my goodness, guys, it's such a mystery. Justification, we believe, is a gracious act mm -hmm. that God did alone. Yeah. Sanctification, there's a mystery that God is giving me everything I need for life and godliness. Right. But yet I can choose to obey Him mm -hmm. or to disobey Him. And if if I disobey Him, Hebrews is very clear that He disciplines me as a father that loves right. His son. But sanctification, once again, just to give another way of thinking about it, is God working in and through my life to have me look more like the Lord Jesus. Because that's the ultimate goal that he has for yes. me. Anyway, I mean, yes. that image. Um, now, when we said process, we said process of being saved from sin to union with God. I think there may be a misconception that comes from that in the sense of, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not yet saved, I'm in the process. No, justified, you are declared saved. Mm -hmm. You're now in this process of being saved. What if my sanctification isn't going well? Am I in threat of it not working out for me that's a great question and this is where what we always want to look at we're told to examine ourselves mm -hmm. by paul to make sure that we're in the faith at the end right. of second corinthians what we always want to do though is make sure that we're assessing correctly mm -hmm. the right components about what it means to be saved right meaning this guys as long as you live Hopefully, you want to please the Lord, right? but you will never, and then once again, this is Romans 7, you will never be able to pull off perfectly what your heart desires and wants in regards to pleasing the Lord. But when it comes to, uh, when it comes to the right things that we should assess, do I believe that Jesus is the Christ, that right. he rose from the dead? That even as, even as we were looking at a little bit ago uh, in the other podcast, um, that he made everything, that he made everything good. Do I believe the gospel, in right. other words? Do I want him? And this is where you you always assess your heart. Don't look back and just say, well, you know, I was baptized at a certain age, or I gave my heart at a certain, or excuse me, I, uh, I, I, I committed my life. Always look at the fruit mm -hmm. of your life. Do you want to please Jesus? Do you love the church? Do you love his gathering? Do yeah. you love his word today? You always assess your heart. Right. But when it comes to sanctification, just be very, very careful that you don't mistake failing right. for automatically disqualifying yourself right. from being a Christian. I think when you look at your heart, if you genuinely hate your sin and you genuinely love the Lord Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. that's a pretty good indication. And we should always be careful to give someone confirmation of their salvation because that's the Holy Spirit's work. Mm -hmm. But if you genuinely hate your sin and you love right. Jesus Christ, that's one of the most comforting things, I think, right. to let yourself know that you are a Christian, but also realizing and giving yourself grace that the Lord loves yeah. you. Yeah, that's good. I think a couple of other things maybe to add to that, because it could be really tricky, because then you get to this point of like, how can I do enough hmm. to be confirmed that I'm saved? And I think in part, right, you, there's a general of like, when we say confirmed, we don't mean absolute certainty. Yeah. God knows that. We're saying to our best abilities, this is what we think. 
And you, you, so you can't just be like, how do I know for sure? It's like, yeah. you don't. Yeah. That's faith. Christ, yeah. Christ knows. We're not God. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to be very careful not to step those boundaries. And then two, you're also going to sanctification, not only at where you're at, but primarily you're looking at for growth. You're looking at where you were from. Mm-hmm. Growth comes yeah. as a starting point in where you're at now. And that usually happens in seasons. We say fruit, growth, this is agricultural, you know, kind of terms. So you don't plant seeds and expect trees in a day or two. Even over years, they're still young and small. Yeah. You know, you're really an oak, like a big oak. You're talking about hundreds of years these things have taken. And so I think uh, the Bible, Christ is very, you know, sure in the examples he gave, not only to the people they would have understood, but even for us, understanding growth, fruits, they mm-hmm. grow over times and seasons. That's not an excuse of, I'll put it off later, but in the sense of how you are judging yourself, there are seasons, there, it takes time, and also we can be poor judges of ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. This is why it's important to have brothers and sisters walking alongside of us, having people look into our lives, being transparent, and having and being asking people regularly, you know, over the last year, over the last six months, over the last, you know, since you've known me, do you see growth in me? Do you, am I more patient? Am I more loving? Am I more gentle? Those are kind of words you want to use. Well, I was going to ask you, Pastor, what what, what would be some practical ways that that our youth can have, can ask someone else right. and say, have you seen fruit in my life? What would be some practical fruit yes. that they could ask others to see? And this is generally what our you know, Wednesday nights are going through in the sense of you're discipling people. And when you're discipling people, you're trying to help them grow in these certain areas for this you know, very you know, aspect of how are you doing in God's Word? Mm-hmm. Are, are you not even just like, I'm reading every day. That's good. You want to see the quantity. But also, do you love God and His Word? Are you, do you find yourself more in love with God now than you were a year ago or two years ago? Mm-hmm. Not in the sense of like, oh, this season, but this year compared to last year, yeah. you know, I know Him better. I, I'm I love him more I would say um, and, and, and in the word you're there's a desire and you see the value of hearing from God's word more than you did your good prayer I, I want to talk to him I, I see the value of prayer now than I more than I did a year ago fighting sins are you create a, a hatred for your sin and a love for Jesus Christ mm. evangelism how am I doing with not just sharing Jesus, but once again, understanding the value and the necessity of sharing the gospel with people. Do I see it as more important, more value now than I did a year ago? And that should continue to grow. Last one, a member. Do you see your role in your home and in the church as important in value and God-honoring? And I want to love my family and love my brothers and sisters in Christ more now than I did a year ago. And am I, am I growing in these areas? These are... Yes. Not only things that you want to help disciple people in, but for yourself and the people you're discipling. These are goals and checkpoints for us to say, man, these are good fruits. Mm. You're growing. Yeah. That's a good indicator that you're a healthy tree. Amen. It's just, I, I'm encouraged to hear now that I doubted that you would say this. <laughs> uh, but but when, you ass- when, you, when you assess yourself, assess the postures of your heart, yes. like you're talking about. The fruit... As far as, like you were saying, all of those heart postures, mm-hmm. not just necessarily the checklist of activities, right. but like you're talking about, it's the fruit of the Spirit. Matthew 7, right? We mm-hmm. prophesy. We did things in your name. Yeah. 
I didn't know you, Christ will say. So it's like, oh, I read my Bible every day. But you couldn't say with the psalmist, it's like honey. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's sweet. It's yeah. it's more valuable to me than gold. Yeah. Fine gold. That's We also want that heart posture, not just the checklist that we have to knock off. Yeah, and so a great thing, even asking whether it's your parents mm-hmm. or, and they would be able to tell you this if you have siblings, but like, are you relating to your parents mm-hmm. in love and grace? Are yes. you in obedience? Are you relating to your or, are siblings? You, or are you in, just doing what you're told? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't get in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> are you relating to your siblings in humility and mm-hmm. grace? Because I know, and you would obviously be able to speak to this uh, very well, but like you've seen our youth thrive in so mm-hmm. many of those ways, and you've seen them grow yes. in those ways. Yes. I'm very encouraged by our youth. Yeah. I think we would say, you know, you know, in a lot of ways in different seasons, our youth have been a bright spot in our church. Just mm-hmm. in like, if you look at other ministries in our church, our, our youth seem to be there. Yeah. Like, oh, senior saints ministry. There's a lot of youth there serving, you know. Yes. It's yep. like, oh, we're doing outreach. A lot of youth are there, you know. Mission trips. A lot of our youth are there. It's just and kind they're of, joyfully. They're joyfully like, there. <laughs> yes. On the pictures that I've seen when they've been serving. They are smiling. They <laughs> are smiling. They're doing it with joy. They're not just like serving the meal and throwing the food down. Next. <laughs> which is just such a testament to the grace of God because mm-hmm. it's the Lord working in it. Yes. yes, that's good. Uh, and so with sanctification, though, we talk about this corruption that we're trying to uh, get off, all right? We're trying to fight back this pollution, this corruption in our, our, in our thoughts, in our, our heart, our attitudes, in our, our deeds, our speech. But we also want to live in harmony with God. I think an example I give, like, if you're a, if you're, if you're, if you're a servant in, um, you know, in, in Christ, our, our master's house, mm-hmm. it's not enough just to not break dishes, Right, you can't just like not destroy things. You also actually need to do your job well. Hmm. Yeah, and you can't you're just like I didn't do something terrible today. That's pretty low standard. Of, <laughs> nothing was broken today. Well, that's that's nice, you know. Right, and so we we gave some examples of um, your language as well as your money. Right, you don't want to just mm. not slander and cuss. You also want to build other people up with your words, yeah. and to not build others up with your words and just be like, oh, I'm good because I didn't cuss. You're still not following what Christ has asked you to do, and same with your, with your money. It's like, you know, I'm sure a lot of middle schoolers can relate to these things, right? Of I'm not robbing banks, right? But <laughs> at least I hope not. Right? So. With your jobs, you know, you know, and all these things that you. Have. Um, but also, right? You're you want to be giving joyfully mm-hmm. and generously, and those things. There's just examples, but apply to other areas in your life. You want to be careful of ways you think you're doing well. Just because you're not doing something bad, anything there of in your mind of not just not doing things bad, but also doing things good. Any, any maybe wisdom there or sure. um, yeah, help you, for us. You see this uh, in the New Testament when Paul is talking about putting off the old man mm-hmm. and putting on Christ. It's Ephesians four. Yep. Yeah, and it's not enough because if I just don't do certain things that won't necessarily reflect Christ the way that you're talking mm-hmm. about when I'm proactively going around, like you mentioned, encouraging others right. and building them up with my words. In other words, like just to give another somewhat yeah. silly example, but if I'm walking down the hall, yeah. I cannot talk to someone and put them and not put them down. Yes. You know, and just kind of like coldly go by, or I can stop and engage and build my brother or sister up right. and uh, and reflect him in the conversation that, that way. That's great, because that's exactly where I'm going. And I think 
with our youth, this is maybe something for you to think about and consider with people in my Sunday school class, other you know students in youth, how are you doing with loving them? Hmm. And when you say loving, I hope in your mind you're like, well, I don't hate them. You know, I'm not just not saying mean things or bad things in my heart, but are you praying for them? Are you asking how you can pray for them? Are you asking what's going on with their life? Is there a genuine concern and a desire for their well-being in the Lord? Uh, that's something, okay, this might be an area you can then grow in. This might be the part of that process of, man, I don't feel the way I should towards my brothers and sisters in Christ. I want to love them. I want to care for them. And that would be something to, to pray mm-hmm. for and to and grow in. Um, and uh, lastly, we're going to go here. There are many different ways to help us in our walk. Uh, God's Word, uh, prayer, and uh, the church are some primary ways. Pastor Daniel, any wisdom on how to be, use these things for our sanctification? Yeah, I think prayer and the Word, you could spend time on uh, on those. But just to kind of double-click on the, on the idea of the church, hmm. remember that I've heard it said it's hard to be holy by ourselves. The hmm. Lord has given us the gift of the church, right? and He's given you guys the gift of other members in the youth uh, to be an encouragement and to sharpen one another uh, in your faith. And so whether it's uh, grabbing another um, youth and going through a book that you, might, that you might be interested in or finding a friend and say, hey, I've, I've been really down lately. Could you, would you, would you kind of check in on me and kind of showing that vulnerability? I think like Pastor Witt was saying just a little bit ago, be willing yeah. to love one another uh, in different ways and just realize that that's one of the primary gifts and purposes that the Lord has given the church that you can reach out and encourage one another and take advantage my goodness there's there's people and I'm uh, I'm older than a youth I know that's no shock but even at my age to check in with other brothers and and say and, t- and to tell them hey would you check in on me? I've been I've been yeah. a little down lately. Right. You have to feel the freedom to do that because that's the way the Lord has wired mm-hmm. has wired His church. That's good. I, I think just maybe some quick applications, and then I'll have Pastor Daniel uh, close us out in prayer. Um, the Word, right? It's I think I said this in class. They're, they're not spells. They're not incantations towards mm-hmm. sin. You can't just. That's good. I'm struggling. I'll just recite a verse. You need to have faith. You need to be, you're believing in the promises. You want, you want to exercise faith on the word. This is God's word, and I believe it, that if you flee the devil, he will flee from you. If you draw near to God, he would, these are promises for us to cherish and to believe that his word is like a double-edged sword. The Spirit is using it. He says, sanctify them in truth. His word is the truth. And these are promises we need to believe and write on our hearts. Mm-hmm. Right? Psalm 119, how can a young man keep his way pure? Writing your truth on our uh, writing your truth on our hearts. Right? These are these are texts that look over, remember, and and try to exercise faith in these things. And then with prayer, you're also not just once again very similar in the sense of like if I just pray for sin to go away, it will go away. What you're trying to do in prayer life is showing your dependence on God and your love for God, and you're you're, you're doing heart work in prayer. Not once again saying some lines and hoping that if I say these things, this will happen. It's a relationship with God. He He's not a slot machine. You put a coin in, you pull a lever, and your problem goes away. 
Of course, I'm sure you all know what slot machines are. I'm sure that's not lost on y'all whatsoever. <laughs> but, you know, in a sense, right, he's not a genie in a bottle. If I, I got three wishes, all right, let me get this wish. My wish is this. I wouldn't struggle with this. All right, I'm done. I said the words. I said, in Jesus' name, amen. It's like, no, no. He's a person, mm. and you're speaking to him, and you're working this out with him and asking him and going to him with your problems. And the church is a great way to do both those things, mm-hmm. word and prayer with other people who have the Holy Spirit in them, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it, the, the Bible is the Holy Spirit's word. The, the prayer is through the Holy Spirit. He gives us words even when we don't know what to say. And then this Holy Spirit is given uh, as in other believers, and he's given us gifts from him to work with each other to help us grow in holiness. And so... These are some ways, and uh, parents, if you're out there listening, these are great things to go over with your students and maybe give them some questions that he, you can ask with them. Uh, but with that, I'm going to ask Pastor Daniel to pray for us in our, in our holiness. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we have no hope to be holy in and of ourselves, but Lord, you've given us your Holy Spirit. And Lord, you've given us everything we need to, that pertains to life and godliness. I pray for these students, Lord. I pray for all of us. I pray that we would fight the good fight of faith. I pray that we would rely on your grace. And Lord, we just pray that you would always let us remember that you are faithful and just, and that if we confess our sins, you forgive us of all our unrighteousness. Lord, let us take seriously the battle to reflect you, and let us remember that there, that every time, no matter how small it is, that we give you the glory through resisting temptation. You are honored, you are praised and lifted up, and it is for our good and for your glory. Lord, we love you, and we just pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.